Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin another day of broadcasting here in the Midwillamette Valley, all with the intention and the goal of well, just helping you change your world and just doing that by not anything profound that I say, but rather just how we talk about the political issues of the day and the common sense manner in which they impact our lives. And that the way we talk about these things gives you thoughts and arguments and, and good arguments and persuasive arguments. It's how to have persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Lots to talk about today. Uh, I mean, huge things to talk about. There is, uh, has vote by mail worked? There's a great piece in the Northwest Observer today about vote by mail. And there is a, a graph showing voter participation in the primaries. Is it working? Is it really increasing voter turnout? Not if you look at the graph. Also, the CDC, which, by the way, is now recommending that schools develop a transgender curriculum. That same CDC, according to an Epoch Times story, has found hundreds of safety signals, in other words, red flags, for Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. Hundreds of them. Now, how do we know this? Well, it's based on CDC analysis conducted on adverse events reported from December 14th of 2020 to July 29th of 2022. The Epoch Times got this analysis, of course, through a Freedom of Information Act request after the CDC refused to make the results public. Hundreds of red flags for all kinds of problems that result in people who are getting those vaccines. Now, before I get to folks, the same CDC that's hiding this stuff from us that has concluded that there's all kinds of safety signals here, red flags, is the same CDC that is recommending transgender adoption of curriculums for public education. Now, there's a great piece, and I want you to stay tuned to this because this is just really important. It's a great piece in The Federalist today about how parents 
helped their son reject transgender lies and affirm his real identity. This young man, we'll call him Brandon, though it has nothing to do with the current occupant of the White House. His name is, they're just going to call him Brandon. His parents fought for him. The encouraging thing I want you to take away from this is how their story is how we can help all kids affirm their true identities as they were born male or female. This is really important, and I want you to be able to to grasp this and listen to it, and I promise you I will get to it. A big deal last night um, having to do with vaccinations, the COVID vax, I think, and it's not just my opinion. For those of you who are watching Monday Night Football last night, you saw DeMar Hamlin suffer cardiac arrest on the field after after he's a defensive safety for the Buffalo Bills, making a hit, gets up, then collapses. You saw the dramatic CPR that was administered to him. You know, and, and folks, for those of you who have an, any kind of an emergency services background, uh, I am certified in CPR, uh, and and I you know spent. 12 years on the line as a volunteer firefighter, had to administer CPR in real life, along with others. You only do that when the heart stops and a person cannot breathe on their own. That's what they had to do to Damar Hamlin last night. Now, Dr. Peter McCullough, there's a story here today in the Liberty Daily. Dr. Peter McCullough says, vax, COVID vaccine-induced myocarditis has to be considered as 24-year-old Damar Hamlin suffers cardiac arrest. Okay? Now, if you watch the dramatic... I don't know anyone who was watching that, maybe with the exception of Skip Bayless, this... I don't know how to describe him. I've never liked him. He's a commentator on ESPN. He got obliterated last night for implying that the Bills and Bengals game was just too important to cancel following what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Nothing is more important than a human life. This is why, even though the NFL, under the guidance of a reprobate in my mind, I do not like Roger Goodell at all. Believe me, many of you who've heard me describe him, I have no respect for this man at all, period. It's paid $45 million a year. I don't like the NFL owners that believe he walks on water, because he doesn't, folks. The NFL only suspended the game for about five minutes and said it was going to resume. The players and the coaches said no. 
we're not going to resume this game. How could you? Look at the reactions. If any of you saw that last night, and I did, I watched all of it. I watched every bit of it. I'm going to tell you, the emotion that we all felt to hear the announcers who, Troy Aikman, Super Bowl winning quarterback, announcing with Joe Buck, to say he'd never seen anything like this. And player after player crying, praying. Nobody's seen anything like that. For the NFL to try to suspend the game for just five minutes and say, all right, we're going to come back and play the game. And the players standing up, good for the players to stand up and say, no. And the coaches, no, we're not doing this. Both sides, both teams coming together on the field. You saw many pictures of that. Good for them. Because human life means something more than a game. Yes, it's an important game. And yes, it is a profession. You can make it all kinds of arguments like Skip Bayless tried to do. I hope he gets fired for that. I've I, truly, I, I don't like this man. I've never liked the way he talks, his viewpoint. At any rate, so last night, so Dr. McCullough says that vax-induced myocarditis has to be considered in this event. So. Then it's announced that another NFL player suddenly dies. Uche Waniri, 38 years old, former NFL player. A guy who was advocating not only for, for the vaccines, but was suggesting that people who chose not to be vaccinated should face powerful sanctions. He even suggested that they be jailed, that people like you and I who choose to not get the vaccine should be jailed. He died suddenly yesterday at age 38. Former tr Olympic track star died suddenly at 49 died suddenly there's a story about that the words died suddenly four people in one think that we know someone who died from covid vaccines do you do you know someone who may have died a very dear friend of mine who's a political activist his mother died suddenly Friday in Minnesota. He lives in Oregon. He is now back in Minnesota dealing with a distraught father. She was vaccinated. She had underlying health conditions. Nobody, including her physicians in care, saw this coming. So friends, I, I want to go back to the CDC, this story. But before I do, 
I want to ask you to truly say a prayer of for those of you who pray. And, and I'm and I'm not beating my chest here, but my aunt and I, who's a real prayer warrior, we engaged in an extended time of prayer last night for this young man, Damar Hamlin. And what the news is this morning, of course, that he is intubated. The Gateway Pundit has a story about this. He, they put him to sleep. They put a, a breathing tube. Um, apparently now the update that I have on is that his vital signs are back to normal. Doctors are running tests. Just pray. Pray that he'll be healed and that out of this will come good things. Okay? So the CDC has been hiding a report, an analysis, their own analysis of the Moderna and the Pfizer COVID vaccines. And you know what they found? That Bell's palsy, blood clotting and death are among, let me say this to you, hundreds, let me say it again, hundreds of safety red flags. They're called safety signals, but they're red flags from the two most widely administered COVID vaccines. Hundreds. And among them are Bell's palsy, blood clotting, and death. This same CDC is telling us, hey, it's all safe and effective. Why are they hiding? It's common sense, isn't it? When somebody's hiding something, it's probably not good. Back in a moment, six point. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I'm going to get to this really powerful piece that I, that I want you to pay attention to and listen to written in The Federalist. It's about how parents can protect their children from the lies of transgenderism that is being rammed down our throats at almost every level. The CDC now says, the same CDC that is hiding all of these hundreds of red flags from Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines. That same CDC is now saying that we must offer recommending transgender curriculum in public schools. That same CDC. How do you protect your kids from the activism in our public schools of transgender curriculum? From it now coming forth in movies, in social media, in cartoons that your kids are watching. How do you protect your kids, your grandkids from it? This is a powerful story and I want you to listen to it. It's worthy of your time. 
to read it, to understand it. It truly is powerful. One last thought about Damar Hamlin here. Please continue to pray for him through the day, but he's not the only one saying this. NBA legend, and thanks, Tim, for sending this to me, and I appreciate all of the emails you've sent me. Uh, the emails are 503-589-1220. A, excuse me, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC dock line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Infowars has a story about NBA legend John Stockton claiming thousands of athletes have died from COVID shots. There's story after story about this. Also, an old girlfriend of mine from a long time ago uh, is a very uh, passionate political activist. Her father was Rookie of the Year in the NFL in 1962. He has a Super Bowl ring. She is very, he unfortunately passed away of natural causes a couple of years ago. She is very anti-vaccine. She's deeply tied into the NFL community, even to this day. She says the same thing. That the NFL, this is why I don't like Roger Goodell, folks, the NFL commissioner. Arrogant, pompous. Nobody likes people like that. Self-serving. He is the major force in driving and demanding that coaches and players all get the vaccine. Well, she says that they are hiding hundreds of events. Now, the Liberty Daily story, and Gary, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. The Liberty Daily story shows that only five other on-the-field medical emergencies have ever happened in NFL history. Yeah. This was a big deal last night. And I hope and I pray good things for DeMar Hamlin that he, he recovers and that he is able to be used effectively to stand up for liberty, to be an example in his own faith walk. I don't know anything about that, but I believe that he had one at one time. And we want to see good things come out of this, including somebody asking the question that Dr. Peter McCullough asked, saying that vax-induced myocarditis has to be considered in a 24-year-old. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beavs. Hey, good ducks. Uh, boy, this is a subject we've been talking about for two years, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, it's the biggest issue out there for a number of reasons, starting with the cover-up. This thing is the creepiest uh, mass brainwashing we have ever seen in our lives. Within five minutes of that guy collapsing, there was all sorts of, oh, it's a natural occurrence. He, he got hit a certain way and da-da-da-da-da. Yes. Well, that's yes. a possibility. 
that is a possibility, but I've never seen it, and I've seen a thousand guys uh, have the same tackle. And then it sure looked like uh, died suddenly when he just collapsed. Uh, it, that is probably what happened. And we're going to see this happen over and over and over and over and over. And everybody's terrified to ask the question because all of a sudden you're a crazy nut science denier if you ask, did that shot cause this kid to, to collapse along with thousands and millions of others? Precisely. In fact, this condition is called commotio cordis and what right. this is gary it's a blow to the chest at the precise moment that an electrical cycle in the heart stops within now, five minutes they had the diagnosis yeah does the vaccine make that more and by the way dr mccullough is a world-renowned cardiologist exactly. does the vaccine make that more likely he is a scientist, isn't he? Yes. Aren't we supposed to listen to the science? Yeah, but it's, not it's, it's the biggest. It is the, the biggest cover-up in human history. Yes, it is. Thank you, Gary. Be blessed. Go, Go Beavs. It's 6.30. Back in a moment, folks. How do parents keep their kids from being brainwashed about transgenderism? That's coming up next. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top down. Great to have you with us today. I hope you are indeed like Anne-Marie who just texted me. She didn't watch the game last night. If you missed the game where DeMar Hamlin... Uh, collapsed with cardiac arrest, had to have CPR, guys pounding on his chest on the field. You missed something. But like her, I urge you, as my Aunt Joyce and I did last night, to, to for those of you who believe strongly in the power of prayer, be praying that there will be a recovery. He is, uh, he is breathing on his own, I believe, now. Well, no, uh, they, have, they have him intubated, which means they put a tube down his throat so he can breathe. But his vital signs have stabilized. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Now, how much of this is related to the vaccine? Don't expect the NFL or anybody in the mainstream media or the government to admit that it has anything to do with the vaccine. We'll see. By the way, um, and, and Glenn, hang on, I'll get to you in a moment. Uh, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. DG writes an email to me. Is, is there a calendar where I can access the political coffee clatch? Not clash, <laughs> it's clatch. Okay. 
Uh, DG says, my friend and I would like to see you there. Yeah, we're, we're going to put one up. It'll be on our Telegram page, Political Coffee Clatch, on Telegram. If you haven't uh, gone to Telegram, you should. It is not something that is censured by the government or by any social media giant. There we can discuss freely the our political viewpoint. At any rate, we will put it up there. We are intending to meet at the opposite times that the Oregon people's vote is, is, is meeting. It'll be on Tuesday evenings, the opposite days, so that people can attend both. Okay? So just stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to get started on them again very soon. Okay? I uh, also want to thank our friends at Freedom Heating and Air for being one of the great sponsors of this show. Always, folks, I urge you that there's no reason for you to live in discomfort in your home or your business because your heating or cooling system is not working. This is wintertime. You know, if the heating system isn't working, you're pretty miserable. So give them a call. They'll come out, assess the issue, and they'll get it fixed for you immediately. They're very, very good at that. It's one of the ways they've been so stable as a business here in the economic cycles up and down for 50 years in the mid valley so give them a call 503-580-1456 580-1456 freedomheatingandair.net freedomheatingandair.net as soon as i conclude this call with glenn i'm going to get into how you can use the example of parents who successfully protected their son reject the transgender lies and affirm his real identity. But before we do that, let's go to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, Jeff, this is very significant. This goes back to where two years ago when we discussed the variant and the, the vaccine and the reality of what was going on in creation, creating this vaccine at the Wahoo Institute. The, the big issue here is that man-made gene research man interrupting into God's original design is what this is the Wall Street Journal was talking about this troubling suggestion of the the, uh, the vaccines are now causing variants that are now they are now uncontrollable they're now going on their own making their own variants so that the vaccines no longer can even uh, contribute to help people who get the XBB variant. So the variants now are on their own creating new new uh, species in its essence. This was done because human beings interrupted trying to prove the Darwinian theory that we came from a, a tadpole out of a pool, whatever you want to call it, trying to find their own way to prove their their position using gene therapy manipulation that is not authorized by the creator and now they've created a monster. This monster will come off the table and kill its own creators and it'll continue to variant and variant and they will have no control over it. And that's what that's what we're looking at. And now we know 
that the uh, uh, what happened to this young man and many others, the uh, the issue of the graphene in the Pfizer, the graphene is to right. enhance the electrical conductive conductivity of the body cells, and the Japan India scientists found foreign matter in the Pfizer material. Foreign matter would be graphene or any electronic conductivity materials in the material to help the, the cells of the body be enhanced to be conductive to the electromagnetic waves of the devices we are now carrying in our hands and have in our homes. Basically, what we are seeing is a Borg the from so, the Star so your, Trek television series, so, you right, will right. be so, assimilated. We're being assimilated. So you're suggesting that the vaccine with the graphene in it uh, allows our smartphones and our Alexa devices and our computers to negatively impact our health. Yes. And just like you said, in his body at impact, if he's got the vaccine at any in, at any opportune opportunity in the field with impact, his his cells of the body are changing, and he we don't know what what the graphene is going to do at any instant of time when it's working through your body, making electrical changes in your body. And that's that's more than dangerous. It's deadly in his case. Yeah. yeah. And, but he's Glenn, playing you. in sports uh, where you're going interesting, to find it's a very, the opportunity. very interesting idea, and I appreciate you sharing it. Um, who knows? And I'd I'd like to see some study work on that. Absolute evidence of drawing those connections. And that's entirely possible. Anything's possible at this point. I mean, who would have thought we'd be where we are in America, in the world today, including this insane rush to transgenderism? This piece today in The Federalist is entitled How These Parents Helped Their Son Reject Transgender Lies and Affirm His Real Identity. Brandon's parents fought for him is the subheadline. Their story shows how we can help kids affirm their true identities born male and female. From the time he was young, he identified more and played more with girls than boys. Okay, he wasn't interested in toy guns or trucks. He liked stuffed animals, um, acted out complete, complex social relationships. Today, we would call him, the author of this article writes, gender nonconforming. You hear that term all the time. This is a story about how his parents helped him stop from pursuing a path of despair and genital mutilation. He came to his parents in elementary school weeping many times because he said he didn't fit in anywhere. Most of his friends were girls, but they didn't fully accept it because he was a boy. He said, I feel the way girls do. I'm interested in the things that girls are. God should have made me a girl. By his early teens, Brandon was scouring the internet for information on transgender ideology. So what did his parents do? Here's what they did. First, they made sure he knew that they loved him just the way he was. 
They didn't make him feel unloved. They did not try to change him. The author of this story said, when I was in seminary, one of my fellow students was a former homosexual. He told me, when I was young, I liked art and poetry, and my father kept trying to toughen me up by pushing me into sports and other traditionally male activities. But Brandon's parents didn't pressure him to be different. They told, now listen to this. They told him it is perfectly acceptable to be a gentle, emotional, relational boy. And that because he was, it didn't mean he was really a girl. Let me say that again. They didn't pressure him to be different. They told him it's acceptable to be a gentle, emotional, and relational boy. And because he was, it didn't mean he was a girl. They told him it might mean God had gifted him for one of the caring professions, such as a psychologist, a counselor, or a healthcare worker. In the same way, it's perfectly acceptable for a woman to be gender non-conforming, to be more take charge, rational, and assertive. Their favorite line they said to him over and over again, listen, it's not you that's wrong, it's the stereotypes that are wrong. Back in a moment with more of this, don't want to miss it, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, my friends. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Uh, John wrote me a great email. By the way, if you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Uh, John writes an email, says, if it will save just one life. Says, great show, sir. Thank you. We always hear the left claim, if it can just save one life, usually associated with gun control. But with the CDC pushing the transgender agenda, they failed to mention the related suicide rate within that population. Maybe they can apply the save just one life mantra to this issue. And there's a link there uh, to a story about this. And we hear this all the time, a statistic. And this is from the APA, the American Psychological Association. Statistics about transgender suicide rates. How come we haven't seen this anywhere? Well, you can read it if you go to the show plan today on today's broadcast on the podcast. Go to kslm.news. Click on local podcasts. Click on political coffee, which is at the top. Click on today's show. You can read this American Psychological Association piece. Thanks to Rebecca Donaldson for being one of our great sponsors. Thank you, Rebecca. She's an award-winning real estate broker really is at the top of her game. And that benefits you in a lot of ways if you're thinking about buying or selling a home. So why don't you give her a call? 503-269-0747. 
269-0747. Check out her, her website, Rebecca's Got Houses. It's all one word, Rebecca's Got Houses.com. How do you, so Brandon's parents continually told him that it's not you that's wrong. God didn't make you wrong. God gifted you for something different. It's the stereotypes that are wrong. They encouraged him to base his identity on his biological sex. Our feelings change, and they often do. But our body is a stable, empirically knowable fact that does not change. So it makes sense to treat your body as a reliable indicator of our identity. Let's say that again. It makes sense to treat the body as a reliable indicator of our identity because our body is stable, even though our emotions maybe sometimes aren't. Now, the other side says, no, your body is not to be valued. And and the article goes on to talk about this in the extreme. The reality is this. God would not create you, especially if you're a person of faith. The truth. God would not create you wrong. We have to be who God made us to be. But just because your child or your grandchild has some feminine or masculine characteristics doesn't mean that God made a mistake in how he created them. The good news, according to research, is that roughly 80 to 90% of children who experience some gender incongruences lose those feelings before adulthood. Brandon wasn't one of them. His feelings of gender distress persisted until the early 20s. Finally, he told me, I realized that surgery would not give me what I wanted. It would not make me a girl. Brandon said in his early 20s, a person is not a computer program that you can delete and redesign from scratch. That's right. In fact, there's a TED talk and it's referenced in this article. Cardiologist says in this TED talk that Brandon realized He watched it. It's medically impossible to actually change your sex. Why? Because this cardiologist says in this TED Talk, quote, every cell has a sex. And what that means is that men and women are different down to the cellular and molecular levels, quote, unquote. You can't change every cell in your body. So what can parents do? Well, there's a couple of strategies here. Use positive language. The author, who is a Christian, writes this. Many religious groups are known for taking a negative approach that relies on shame and guilt. Their message seems to be wrong. It's wrong. It's sin. Don't do it. There's something wrong with you. Brandon's parents crafted a positive message. They told him we're healthy and happier when we honor our body, when we respect our sex, when our mind is in tune with our body. The human body is part of the original creation God pronounced very good, Genesis 1. And we will ultimately be more fulfilled when we live in harmony with the Creator's design. Isn't that true? What a positive and good message. Number two, 
Second strategy, be proactive. Reach out to young people who are gender non-conforming. Many people assume gender identity and sexual orientation are rooted in our genes. Yet the most reliable correlate is not any genetic or biological trait, but it's the behavioral one. Behavior in childhood that goes against what we consider normal for one of our sexes. Gender non, according to one study, gender non-conforming behavior is consistent early predictor of future non-heterosexual orientations. Now there's more to this, but understand that these parents fought for him by telling him he wasn't wrong, but that God created him in a special way and to embrace that. And in the end, he did. He did not become a victim of the transgender brainwashing that's out there. He no longer thinks that he should be a girl. He's embraced who God made him. Let's quickly go to Phil. Phil, quickly, you got to go fast. Yeah, good morning, Jeff. Happy New Year. Uh, just to cover uh, to your listeners, uh, there's an article in the media, uh, excuse me, the Rose Beacon, a media blackout executive producer at ABC News dies suddenly at 8, uh, 37. Uh, reportedly, it was a heart attack. Um, my curiosity is how much how much per shot is it is it uh, do they charge for to be given for for patients or whatever? I always think it's behind. It's all about the money, especially with the pharmaceuticals being involved. So, it, it that's a good question. I knew that figure at one time. I've I have forgotten it. Maybe somebody in the audience can share that with us and, and I'll maybe they can do that by email because we're at the end of the show Phil it's a great question I think you're right I think I know that billions of dollars have been given to every one of these uh, COVID vaccine pharmaceutical manufacturers because the, the shots are free to us they have been paid by us the taxpayers it's billions of dollars what the actual amount is per shot, I do not know, but we'll find out. Phil, thank you. It's a great question, and I think your sense of this is correct. Friends, thanks for joining us today. I hope you've gotten something worthwhile out of this. Please pray for Damar Hamlin. Continue that he will make a recovery. I hope you read the articles today. It's special about how to counter the transgender brainwashing that's happening in our culture today. See you tomorrow.